the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. The Israeli government formally declared war and gave the green light for significant military steps to retaliate against Hamas for its surprise attack from the Gaza Strip. The declaration on Sunday pretended greater fighting ahead as the toll from the conflict passed 900 dead and thousands wounded on both sides. Also on SRNews.com, Secretary of State Antony Blinken has asked that if any Americans have been taken hostage, would the U.S. get involved in the situation in Israel? Any American anywhere who is being detained or held hostage, that is going to be a priority for, uh, for this government, for this administration, and for me. But I don't want to get ahead of where we are. We have reports. We need to verify them. Blinken made his comments during an appearance on NBC's Meet the Press. A Taliban government spokesman says the death toll from strong earthquakes that shook western Afghanistan has reached over 2,000. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager isn't sure he recognizes his country. University of Chicago reports that 30 million Americans believe violence is justified to keep Trump from the presidency. Mm, it's one out of every 10 of my fellow Americans. To think that I, I share this country with such people is difficult. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Our sister station, AM 980 The Mission, has once again teamed up with the Bible League to spread the word of God throughout the world. Give a Bible for $5 or 12 for 60 and a limited time match will double every Bible you send. Just call 800-YES-WORD or give at am980themission.com. From the Genovations Region Weather Center, your Sunday forecast, partly sunny with a high in the mid-50s. Tonight's low, 38 throughout the uh, overnight hours. Monday, sunny, high around 52. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280, The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag Narn show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And, hey, don't forget, we do have the live stream of the broadcast up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So, yeah, just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And I am waving to the webcam right now as the uh, live stream is up and running. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I suspect... I may have a uh, more uh, bigger audience, uh, live audience today than than previous Sundays, given the Vikings don't play till three twenty-five and the Twins don't play until seven p.m. However, it's a gorgeous fall day out there, so if you are taking the opportunity to get out and enjoy this uh, just beautiful fall weather, I don't blame you one bit. Uh, but hey, check out the podcast am twelve eighty thepatriotcom Click on podcasts and check out any of your favorite shows that you hear right in this very radio station. As always, thank you for your years-long support. So I have been, 
I've been accused by some of lately kind of taking on the get-off-my-lawn persona like Walt Kowalski from uh, the movie uh, Grand Torino. You know, and and I remember being a young person in college and, you know, the generation, uh, one or two generations older than me, be like, you kids, boy, you have no idea what it took to make this country what it was and to think you're all frittering it away with your uh, focus on trivial, yada, yada, yada. You know, and it's a, it's a story as old as time where, you know, an older generation, a generation that is, you know, past middle age, or whatnot, uh, decrying uh, what what the young people's ideals are for uh, a strong country, and you know, I, I think that 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 has gone on. And the thing is, as we get further away from generations who fought in wars like World War II and Korea and and, and Vietnam. That as we get further away from the generations, you know, current generations don't really have a grasp of what it was like to fight to protect freedom in this land. And I, I mean, I remember growing up in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, you know, there were there were ancillary warnings, you know, the Cold War between U.S. and Russia in the 1980s or obviously terrorist attacks that were taking place in the early 80s, like in in Lebanon and of course, Muammar Gaddafi was a perceived threat uh, back in the uh, mid-1980s. He then the, the president of Libya. But but nothing like what we may have what we may have heard about that preceded World War II, particularly the the Holocaust and of course uh, uh, Pearl Harbor, which uh, uh, basically got the war started and escalated and fought for four years and the uh, millions of casualties between multiple countries and what it did to establish uh, freedom. And, of course, the, uh, uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis in the early 1960s, the the infamous scene where Nikita Khrushchev, uh, the Russian president, banged a shoe on the desk and talking about uh, this uh, world will be under an iron fist, communist rule, and how American spines stiffened, said, and, uh, not on our watch, not on our watch. You know, all of those things. And we've gotten further away from that, but, of course, we, we've seen evidence of this country being under attack. Obviously, we, we talk a lot about the events of September eleventh, two 2001, and how radical Islamic terrorists uh, went at the heart of the financial district of this country to try to cripple this country uh, economically and you know we could debate whether uh, whether or not the the response was was correct and how we executed it in particular but the point is i feel as though that a segment of the current generation gen z they're called don't really have an appreciation for liberty, much less what it took to establish it and protect it. And, and again, I, I, I can't help but think if, if comprehensive American history was taught in schools instead of focusing on issues that make the country look bad. I mean, that's, that seems to be what a lot of curriculum is focused upon in high schools these days, right? I mean, you know we the the emphasis on slavery and the stain that on, on american history and and no one is excusing what happened with slavery and certainly we have to study the warts of this country as much as the resounding victories and the and the righteous causes uh, that this country partook but yet it, it seems to be this day and age that people uh, want to run down America. It's almost as if some sort of guilt that we have this great liberty, this freedom in this country that other countries don't have. And I, and I understand that. But let's understand why we have it. You know, instead of just examining the warts. Yeah, there, 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 there are definitely some stains on this country, but I, I, I don't think it's a, it's a sin to examine what has made this country great and a strong America means uh, a stronger world and certainly a weaker America 
means a, a, a much weaker world. And we're certainly seeing what's, what's going on with that over this weekend in Israel specifically. And I may get into that later. Well, you're wondering what this diatribe was all about. Well, I came across a piece in Newsweek. Uh, Brad Palumbo, he's a libertarian conservative, wrote for Newsweek about a new uh, poll that has been brought forth by the Buckley Institute or as a survey. It was their ninth annual national college student survey. And Brad Palumbo writes about it at Newsweek. The college kids are not all right. A new poll from the Buckley Institute surveyed students at four-year colleges, and the results are deeply alarming. Young Americans are turning their backs on basic American principles of free speech, tolerance, and due process in a way that's so drastic it genuinely endangers the future of our political order. And this disintegration is only accelerating. The Buckley Institute has conducted this poll for nine years, yet this year, for the first time ever, more students support shouting down speakers they disagree with than oppose this than oppose this kind of mob censorship. In another first, a whopping 51% of students support speech codes, a drastic shift from last year when a plurality opposed speech codes. What's more, 46% of students now believe that quote-unquote offensive opinions should get other students reported to the university of to the university administration. Oh, and more than 50% of students literally believe certain topics should be banned from being debated on campus. There's also an alarming violent twist to the censoriousness rising among Gen Z college students. A whopping 45% of students told pollsters it is justified to use physical violence to prevent people from expressing, quote-unquote, hate speech or making, quote-unquote, racially charged comments. This radical, un-American idea is only becoming more popular. Back in 2017, for example, only 30% of students supported the same proposition. See the pattern yet? Uh, indeed, I do. I, I, I've said it many times on this on this show before i don't understand the mentality among well anybody in general whether it's people my age because there are some people my age who who believe they shouldn't have to be exposed to ideas with which they disagree but it's more of the generations behind me whether it's millennials or or gen z i don't understand that rationale how these young adults have been convinced they are under zero obligation to be exposed to a worldview or basic ideals that may fly in the face of their deeply held beliefs. I mean, it's pretty simple. If a speaker comes to to your campus and they're conveying rhetoric with which you disagree, it's pretty simple. You don't go. Don't expose yourself to it. You're under no obligation to listen to a speaker that says something with which you disagree. I may not understand that rationale because I I am of the mindset, hey, I think it helps better fortify your worldview if you're listening to someone with whom you disagree and therefore can devise an intellectual retort. I mean, that's that's how that works. And the fact that we don't use the part of our brain to engage others in disagreements, uh, you know, that that part of the brain just gets atrophied and we get so firmly entrenched in our worldview and our bubbles. Is it any wonder why it's created the divisiveness that we have in, in, in society today? The fact that we run 100 miles an hour in the other direction from any rhetoric with which we disagree? I mean... Nothing was more shocking. I don't know how long ago this was. This was in less than a decade ago. I know that. Uh, Ann Coulter, well-known conservative speaker, provocateur, no doubt. She was going to speak at Berkeley. I mean, Berkeley was basically the home of free speech and radicals and counterculture. You know, pushing back against the stuffy intellectuals and being able to fully express themselves. 
you know, back in the 60s and 70s. That, that was the home of free speech, are they, right? And yet, these people, this current student body of the past, whenever this was a few years ago, were literally firebombing buildings on campus and vandalizing buildings because a speaker with whom they disagree with was coming to give a speech. It's like, we don't agree with her and we don't want her indoctrinating. We don't want even the possibility of her indoctrinating someone else. So we're, we're, we're going to uh, enact the what they call the heckler's veto because it got to the point where it would have been so insanely expensive to provide security. And by the way, typically uh, these campuses, they uh, f- flip the bill to the speaker for the extra security. Okay, and it gets so insanely expensive where the speaker says, you know what, I'm out. I think Ann Coulter ended up just not going. So basically it was the heckler's veto. I, I just I, I'm just absolutely stunned by this mentality today. And it's it's not good for our society going forward. I'll have more to say about this when we come back. And it would be interesting to hear your perspective on this as well. Area code 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream up and running. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another uh, segment on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. She's smart, beautiful, and a former Fox Business Channel host. Now you can hear her take on the day's financial news on the Trish Regan Show on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. For women facing unplanned pregnancies, Robbinsdale Women's Center is the best first step in getting information, resources, and the support they need to make an informed choice. I'm talking with Bruce, a longtime supporter of RWC. Bruce, why do you and your wife continue to give? We love and appreciate what RWC offers women. Empowerment when they feel most vulnerable. Unlike some clinics that offer only one choice, RWC provides accurate information on all options so women can make the best choice. Our investments are fruitful and saving lives. Each week, an average of five women who are initially at risk will instead choose life. RWC is debt-free, receives no government funding, it's 100% donor-funded, and needs our help to reach even more women with life-affirming care and support. How can listeners help support the life-affirming work at Robbinsdale Women's Center? Go to rwcinfo.org to help more women have the opportunity and support to choose life. Donate today at rwcinfo.org. I'm Scott from the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts, about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean jorts. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. 
Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And feel free to check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream of the broadcast up and running. And feel free to leave a comment or question on the uh, comment thread to the video there. As always, we thank you for tuning in. So I was in the first segment, I was weighing in on a uh, Buckley Institute survey and this is the ninth annual version of this survey that took place. And it showed, and this was a uh, what they call the uh, National College Student Survey, and where it showed a whopping 51% of students su- uh, support speech codes, and 46% of students now believe that, quote-unquote, offensive opinions should get other students reported to the University of Administration, and more than 50% of students literally believe certain topics should be banned from being debated on campus. And uh, Brad Palumbo at Newsweek broke it down. And like I was ending the last segment, I, I don't understand this mentality that, hey, you don't want to be exposed to opinions with which you disagree, you find them triggering. You may you 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 find that they're riddled with microaggressions. Okay, fine. You know, don't don't expose yourself to that content. Don't go if you're a progressive. Don't go see uh, Ann Coulter or Ben Shapiro or Michael Knowles or Charlie Kirk or whomever is on the conservative speaking circuit. I mean these these folks they uh, particularly uh, Charlie Kirk and Ben Shapiro they they quite often post video on social media when they go to a campus and the questions they get and just the utter rage that are shown by students, like how dare you come in here and and convey these opinions? Well, instead of asking nuanced questions in why these conservative speakers believe what they believe, instead it's just uh, empirically offensive. And therefore we shouldn't have to be exposed to it. And we're going to make sure you don't expose these ideas to anybody for fear that they might, take a foothold in other people's minds and hearts. And that's never been a way uh, to have productive discourse. I mean, I think of, I think of my own worldview transformation. You know, I've, I've shared my story. I, I became a conservative when I heard Rush Limbaugh for the first time back in the early 1990s. I had good friends of mine who were conservatives. I was, I thought I was a Democrat because the only political uh, exposure I got were from my dad and my paternal grandmother. They were staunch Democrats. And they were very passionate about what they were talking about. So I said, well, okay, I must be one of those. And my first presidential election, 1988, God help me, I voted for Michael Dukakis. Thankfully, he didn't win in retrospect, but I did. I voted for Michael Dukakis. And it was in the early 90s, like I said, uh, some friends of mine had started listening to Rush Limbaugh and encouraged me to check it out. And I was like, I'll pass. Because I thought I was a... I was a reliable Democrat voter, and that was aligned with my worldview. Well, I heard Rush Limbaugh on accident. Uh, he used to be on the old 1500, the talk station, AM 1500 KSTP, or as Mitch Berg calls it, the Evil Talk Empire. And they used to carry the North Stars games, the NHL team, until the that was here until the early 90s, when, before they moved to Dallas. So now the Dallas Stars kids. Anyways, I was listening to the Minnesota North Stars one evening, and didn't have an occasion to go anywhere the next day until the afternoon. And when I turned on my car, the station was still on 1500. And all of a sudden, I heard this, who I thought was a pompous windbag. Turned out to be Rush Limbaugh. And I found him oddly intriguing. For some reason, I said, okay, my buddies, my good friends told me to listen to Rush. I want to see what the fuss is about. And I found him oddly intriguing. And what Rush did was convey a argument, but in an entertaining fashion. That's what that's what really uh, catapulted Rush to stardom, is he could make politics interesting and, and entertaining and also help you engage in discourse with the left. And he said things that really made me think. And then he had a TV show that came on later that year, and 
this was before the internet, the early 1990s, so I had no idea what he looked like. So I just wanted to see what the guy looked like, you know? So I watched his TV show, and, and there I remember the episode specifically. He talked about here is what happens. Here's what happened during the Reagan administration when he slashed the top tax rate, top-tier tax rate, marginal tax rate, from 70% to 28%. Revenues doubled within a couple of years. So for those who are constantly saying tax the rich, tax the rich, soaks the rich because we need to inject more money in the economy, they need to pay their fair share, well, here's, here is the flawed logic in that. And, of course, I was just a very black and white guy. So, well, heck, 70% of X is a heck of a lot more than 28% of X. And Rush would explain, yeah, but you see, that's just a marginal tax rate. So every dollar earned over X number of dollars is going to be taxed at 70%. Well, guess what? That basically stu- that basically stunts motivation to make more money. So, therefore, economic activity will be curtailed simply because, well— if you're going to have X number of dollars from X number of dollars and above tax at 70%, there really is no reason to make more money if you got to give 70% to the government. But when it was slashed to 28%, guess what? People went gung-ho and were a heck of a lot more ambitious, made a lot more money. So there was a much, much, much larger pot of money where 28% was taken from. And I looked at that and I'm like, well, it's never been explained like that to me before. Why? Why not? And that's where I first started to learn about media bias and all that sort of thing. So my point in bringing all that up is I was a college student and I was willing to listen to something with that I thought I disagreed with. But because I did, I learned something. And as a result, my worldview started to evolve, particularly with the presidential election coming up in 1992, where George H.W. Bush was running for reelection against against Bill Clinton. And Bill Clinton was looked at as a suave, debonair type of guy. Ah, oh, look, he's cool and hip. He goes on the Arsenio Hall show and wears shades and plays a saxophone. You know, I mean, Bill Clinton was the one before Barack Obama was dubbed the one by Oprah. And I listened to Rush and talked about how the guy was basically a, a sheep and a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. And here, here, here's what he, t- here's how his numbers don't add up. He talks about his tax plan. Well, they don't add up. Well, sure enough, after Bill Clinton took office, uh, he reneged on his promises to increase taxes on people only making $200,000 or more. And that led to the big uh, Republican revolution, one of the big, biggest red waves of a midterm election cycle ever. And as was, as happened back then, uh, Bill Clinton re- realized he needed to compromise with the Republican Congress and welfare Welfare reform got passed, and we actually had a budget surplus. Now, the actual surplus never hit the books, but the point is, is this was back when bipartisanship worked, okay? So I'm, I'm giving all that history lesson to say that there just doesn't seem to be any of that anymore. And I remember, I'm old enough to remember, I was in, went to college from 1987 to 1992. I squeezed four years of education into five years. That's... I figured that deal out pretty quick. And I remember when students were willing participants in spirited debates with their college professors. I remember specifically, I had a political science class and a sociology class where the professors were self-admitted leftists. But yet they welcomed debate from students and they weren't condescending to the students when the students might have had a worldview that was opposed to theirs. And respectfully... If the professor didn't agree with a student, they were very forceful in their own opinions, but they weren't condescending about it, okay? And it was great. And I dare say it not only helped the students learn about the subject matter in particular, but it also assisted them with their worldview, developing their worldview. There may have been students that came in and saw the the world through rose-colored glasses, and realize, hey, the, here are some things that I haven't considered. So this idea that today's college kids will tuck tail and run to an administrator at even the slightest perception of a microaggression? That doesn't bode well for America standing on a world stage over the next several decades. And in especially in light of a lot of these college, how many of these college students are looking to get into the legal profession? particularly 
How many of these college students that believe there should be speech codes and students should be ratted out to an administrator for daring to debate uh, ideas that, well, you shouldn't debate, though. You shouldn't talk about those things. How many of them are going to be sitting on a bench in a judge's chambers over the next few decades? Pretty scary to think about because they're going to making, be making decisions on cases involving the First Amendment. So uh, I don't know if this trend could be reversed, but we have an obligation definitely to reverse it. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Or check us out on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. Now, almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Unlock a healthier, happier you. Join Dr. Carrie Gelb every Saturday at 9 a.m. on Open Your Eyes Radio. With over 30 years of optometry experience, Dr. Gelb explores nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, and sleep for promoting longevity and good health. Tune in to AM 1280 The Patriot for invaluable insights and discover the powerful connection between overall well-being and your eyes. Learn more by visiting drkerrygelb.com. That's D-R-K-E-R-R-Y-G-E-L-B. Embark on a life-changing experience every Saturday at 9 a.m. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from Big Tech. Become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to every radio show over the last 10 years, all commercial free. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Hey, welcome back. AM 12.8 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. As always, we appreciate tuning in. And yes, we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Where our good friend Wild Wilson is uh, checking in from Texas. And uh, Wild, uh, as we all are, extending uh, good wishes, well wishes, and of course prayers to uh, Israel and everything is go- that is going on there. Amen, Wild. Uh, I uh, may have some thoughts on that later, but John Gabriel, editor-in-chief, ricochet.com, is coming on at 2 o'clock. So inevitably, we're probably going to talk about... Uh, again, the events, the awful atrocities that have taken place in Israel. And it's it's basically full-scale war. 
in that region right now. So uh, definitely something coming up on that later. You know, I was talking the first couple of segments about how dramatically things have changed where, you know, Berkeley, the epicenter of free speech and, you know, standing up for the right to to speak out and say whatever you want. And then uh, a couple of generations later, they're burning down buildings and vandalizing areas of the campus because a speaker with whom they disagree is coming to speak. It just is uh, amazing the, uh, the, the, the transformation. And, you know, kudos to some self-proclaimed uh, leftists, you know, people left of center liberals who, uh, you know, particularly, you know, guys like uh, Bill Maher or former Rolling Stone journalist Matt Taibbi, you know, these are not politically conservative people, but they believe in virtues of free speech. And they just want to get back to a time where we exchange discourse and debate on ideas as opposed to having to fight tooth and nail just to be able to debate. And I say all that because our uh, good friend Ed Morrissey, of course, Northern Alliance Radio Network alum, one of the uh, original members of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, was with the NARN until about, I think Ed moved on about 2012, 2013 of course, has been writing for Hot Air since about 2006. Uh, he commemorated his 20 years of blogging on his, uh, well, he's been writing for Hot Air, like I said, uh, for a decade and a half. But I remember Captain's Quarters blog. Ed started that blog, well, back in 2003. And he wrote about his uh, blogging, the beginning of his blogging life. Uh, this would have been last Tuesday at hotair.com. 20 years ago today, the journey began with a quote from Jonathan Swift and a promise to keep your head, check your assumptions, and expose yourself to differing points of view. And what a road it has been for yours truly. The adventure has taken me from caucuses to debates, from one-on-ones with newsmakers to national conventions, and from Waterloo, Iowa, not the other one, or ABBA, to the Vatican, twice. It also took me from my own blog, Captain's Quarters, to hot air and all of you. And what a blessing that has been as well. Truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you all for making this dream possible. Normally, I don't spend too much time reflecting on these workplace milestones, but the 20th anniversary of blogging seems worth a reflection or two. Rather than focus on the people and places I've experienced over two decades of independent political and cultural analysis, however... I'd like to focus on the motivation that drove me and countless others to enter the arena and why our future seems more grim than anyone would have guessed. When I began blogging with that epigram from Swift and a desire to enter the marketplace of ideas, blogging had already been around for a while. Friends and then mentors such as Glenn Reynolds and everyone at Powerline had begun blogging a couple of years before me. Mickey Kaus started in 1999. The Internet had reduced the cost threshold of publication to zero, at least on the most popular platforms, although the entrepreneurs had already built more robust platforms for paid service. I started Captain Quarters on TypePad and only later got my own domain and platform for a movable type blog. Those really were the salad days of independent blogging, where the market was wide open to those who worked hard, networked well, and offered compelling and interesting analyses and arguments on issues of the day. Much of the political blogosphere, especially on the right, but not exclusively so, created a critical feedback loop to the mainstream media, exposing bias and narrative journalism and forcing accountability on the giants in that industry. 2004's Rathergate is the most famous of these efforts, but there are plenty of other successful instances of forcing media outlets into telling the truth, or or at least an approximation thereof. And again, you can read this at hotair.com. Just go to Ed Morrissey's uh, uh, page and find this uh, particular uh, piece. The whole thing is indeed worth a read, 20 years and counting, and the danger ahead. Uh, And that's what I want to uh, uh, skip ahead to uh, is the uh, danger ahead. Because as we've been talking about, you have had big tech particularly, you know, the big social media platforms, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, before Elon Musk took it over. And there are still some issues, even though Elon Musk has taken it over. But uh, there are there definitely is uh, some issues that are now seeming to try to silence certain voices. And 
the uh, various sites that operate under the Salem communications umbrella, like Hot Air and Town Hall and Red State and PJ Media, uh, you have big tech and as well as government regulation trying to censor what they're reporting. And this really was exacerbated during the COVID-19 pandemic. And again, I'll continue with Ed talking about that specifically. The last few years uh, has have been even worse, however, as all of the big, ten, big tech platforms have participated in speech policing. To be fair, Congress began driving them into those practices after the Russia collusion hysteria of 2016. And to be even more fair, Mark Zuckerberg and Twitter's Jack Dorsey initially resisted those calls, but got beaten down by the unrelenting pressure and threats to regulate the platforms. Now we know the extent of the interventions by the CDC, HHS, the FBI, and other government agencies, but we only know that because Elon Musk bought Twitter and published all the correspondence, and the FTC is now targeting Twitter, now known as X. If you believe that's a coincidence, you haven't paid enough attention. If you think that other Big Ten big tech platforms aren't watching that, think again. Just in the past week, Google has demonetized two posts of ours dealing COVID-related studies and another about illegal immigrants outnumbering residents on an Italian island. Why? It doesn't fit the official narrative, and they want to pressure us to stop writing about those subjects. It's not just government and big tech either. The mainstream media has ramped up the hysteria over misinformation, previously known more prosaically as being wrong in the Internet, a failing that the MSM commits as well and often maliciously. They actively suppressed the evidence of Hunter Biden's nexus to influence peddling in 2020, along with the now compliant big, te- big tech platforms. I keep saying big ten, big tech, big tech. They promote censorship projects like the State Department-funded Global Disinformation Index, and other such fact-checking orgs that bully advertisers. Why? It's not for altruistic reasons. The rise of the blogosphere exposed their bias and manipulation, and they want the field to all to themselves again. They don't want independent voices drilling into their claims and holding them up to public scrutiny any more than the bureaucratic state does. Instead of defending free speech, the fourth estate is trying its best to starve independent voices and are aligning with the estate, or excuse me, are aligning with the government's unconstitutional efforts to deplatform their competition. And unfortunately, the fruits of cultural Marxist education have blossomed into popular support for Big Brother. If you had told me 20 years ago that government law enforcement and regulatory agencies would combine with monopolistic tech titans to produce a Big Brother censorship complex, I would have scoffed. The rise of the blogosphere itself should have made that impossible, I would have argued. The decentralized publication environment and direct reader connections it provided seemed like a First Amendment dream come true. A democratization of debate and a market where the most interesting and compelling arguments rise to the top. It certainly was at the time and remains so until opponents of free speech and unfettered debate organized fully. But it is still possible. Twenty years later, I am optimistic about the prospects of American liberty in the public square, but I am no longer under the delusion that it will simply survive on its own without lots of support and vigilance. So, again, this is a terrific piece by Ed Morrissey, and he talks about, you know, about many of the readers joining the fight of their VIP and VIP Gold memberships. And I am a VIP member myself uh, because I want to support the Salem Communications family. And also, this is great content. Again, Hot Air, Town Hall, PJ Media, Red State, they've provided phenomenal content uh, to this program, you know, that that I cite quite often, and you should too. So, again, this this fits in with everything I talked about the previous segments. This smacks of, well, we can't very well defend our ideas in the arena of ideas, so we're just going to try to suppress your speech, speech we don't like. And they do so under the guise of misinformation. Well, misinformation is deadly. Look at all that misinformation that was flying around during COVID. And, yeah, there was a lot of kooky things that were flying around around the virus. I don't deny that. But 
here's the thing. Whatever happened to the old mantra, consider the source? I mean, if you're an individual out there and you're going to consume some information on the Internet and it conveniently supports your worldview, are you going to bother to even scrutinize the source? You better. Because just because it conforms to your worldview and then all of a sudden, oh, my God, it turns out that this actually undermines my worldview because this was completely bogus. Well, shouldn't that be a good thing then to find out? And I hate to be heartless, but if you take and run with some information that you see on the Internet that would just fortify your worldview or strengthen your argument, well, that's on you. And the consequences you alone have to bear if it turns out to be wrong. So that's why, me personally, I don't automatically assume something is true because it would probably because it would fortify my argument in defense of my worldview. Absolutely not. And the thing is, the people who are the biggest decriers, if that's a word, of misinformation are the ones who are probably more responsible than anybody for spreading misinformation. And so this idea that the Biden administration, you know, the infamous uh, display that Jen Psaki, then press secretary, put on, how they were going to work with social media companies to flag certain posts for misinformation, it was absolutely appalling. But now Twitter, in a, in a delicious irony, Twitter, now X, they have set up a thing called Community Notes where the, just exclusively the users can come in and provide context to a tweet that they feel may not be on the most up and up. And leftists are absolutely pitching a fit. So you see what this is all about. This isn't about any sort of moral cause or righteous cause to root out misinformation and awful speech and awful ideas. It's like Ed said in this post, to have the platform in the arena all to themselves. That That's really all this is about. And to squelch speech that might undermine their big conspiracy. It's really all it's about. And thank, you know, again, I'm thankful for, for self-proclaimed liberals like Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi and God help me, Bill Maher. Bill Maher is someone I've had plenty of criticisms of, but are willing to stand up for free speech and say, hey, let's have a debate in the arena of ideas. Because they believe in liberal ideals and they're willing to go into the arena and defend them. But they want to defend them against competition. Okay? So, terrific piece by Ed Morrissey. And again, if you haven't, so, you know, and again, uh, I'm not being a shill for Salem Communications, okay, even though that I'm on a radio station under the Salem umbrella, okay? I'm telling you, I get real value out of, out of being a subscriber uh, to Hot Air and Town Hall and PJ Media and Red State. So uh, I would definitely uh, check those out if you feel so complied. One final segment coming up this hour with me, Brad Carlson, the closer, AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network, back in a few. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer, and again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? low-cost airlines with one call to low-cost airlines you'll drastically slash your travel costs we're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations where would you like to go london rome costa rica australia wow that's cheap so why wait call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the u.s or international our prices are so low we can't publish them the only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airline travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-719-5601. 800-719-5601. 800-719-5601. That's 800-719-5601. 
C.S. Lewis once said, education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. My name is Marla, and I am a teacher in a local public school system. My husband and I heard about brain balance. We were a bit skeptical, of course, but we didn't know what to do. When we went to brain balance, they got it. They were asking me questions that our medical provider was not asking us. The teachers immediately started noticing that our kids were calmer. As a teacher and a mom, I would say this is one of the most amazing programs I have seen for children. My kids, in their own individual ways, received the help that they needed that moved them to a place of balance and harmony. You know your child better than anyone, but if they struggle with focus, anxiety, or other developmental and learning challenges, you know how frustrating it can be to find the help they need. That's why more parents know brain balance and the difference it's made for their kids. It's the all-natural, whole-child approach that's getting results. Parents know their kids best, and with brain balance, they know results. Visit brainbalance.com for more information. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. The next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. It's as simple as this. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. That's play the Patriot Minneapolis. Should I stand up and do the broadcast then? Is that what they're telling me? Cake! Cake! All right, we need to cut this cake apparently. Now I'm hungry for cake. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. So I, you know, I've been spending the first few segments uh, talking about uh, a Buckley Institute survey about how the majority of college kids feel that uh, certain subjects should just shouldn't be debated on campus. And I dare say that certain if certain subjects are broached, students should be reported to the administrator. OK, and I don't know who gets to, de- to determine what subjects are inherently offensive, but there you have it. And this is kind of an overall thing. You know, the media today, there's media bias. You know, we've talked a lot about media bias this segment, too, and how they had the playing field all to themselves, NBC, ABC, CBS. And you notice that all of those network personalities, plus personalities on CNN and MSNBC, they like to take shots at Fox News. You know, Fox News, conservative Ben, or they call it faux news, F-A-U-X, faux news. You know, ha-ha, very funny. You see what they did there? Fox looks like faux. Ah, Very clever, very clever. So they chide Fox News, and Fox continues to crush them in the ratings, even though there was a little dip in the ratings for Fox when they fired Tucker Carlson. And there are some of the opinion people on Fox, like Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, don't really have a lot of time for it, to be perfectly honest with you. But they are reporting on stories that the other networks – aren't reporting on, and it's whizzing them off. These other networks are obsessed, obsessed with Donald Trump. And I get it. Donald Trump's the former president of the United States. He's under several indictments, and he's trying to run for president again. I don't deny you do stories on Donald Trump. I'm not saying don't talk about Trump, okay? Not what I'm saying at all. But it's at the expense of other pretty big stories that might fly in the face of the bias that these journalists have. Eric Erickson at his Substack page broke it down where uh, these networks have all ignored certain stories. How about an Iranian spy ring that was operating within the Biden administration for years and was only just discovered last month? That's particularly irrelevant given the fact that that Iranians have that the Iranian regime has backed Hamas, which committed these awful atrocities in Israel over the weekend. Think that's pretty relevant? Think that would have been ignored uh, if Trump were president? About uh, Tide Potavita, a.k.a. Representative and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and other progressive Democrats 
who are furious with President Biden over the administration's decision to build a border wall in Texas and resume deportation flights to Venezuela. Again, that wouldn't reflect favorably upon the Biden administration, would it, if you talked about a flood of illegals coming across the border? Whereas President Trump, when he talked about building a border wall, how it was inhumane and nobody is illegal. Or China kidnapping executives at major companies at such a rate, the Wall Street Journal says China should be considered a no-go zone. Ooh, that's a pretty big story, right? But then you got, you've got Philip Bump at the Washington Post writing an opinion piece entitled the, uh, the pejorative that is the, that is the rise of the, communist, the Chinese Communist Party. To talk about the rise in the Chinese Communist Party is now a pejorative, according to Philip Bump of the Washington Post. Or Russia tested a quote-unquote next-generation nuclear weapon, or tested, I should say. Russia tested a next-generation nuclear weapon while Putin lied to everyone's face about what really happened to Yevgeny uh, Prigazin. Apologize if I butchered that name. How about the United Auto Workers strike, which has entered its fourth week with 25,000 on strike while downstream suppliers are beginning to lay workers off? Ooh, that doesn't, that's not going to reflect too well on the... Uh, future job numbers, is it? I mean, the Biden administration was busy doing a victory lap around the latest jobs report. This isn't going to reflect too well on that, is it? The largest health, ever health care strike on it is uh, a week old. 75,000 nurses, doctors, and other medical workers demanding better pay and working conditions. The average credit card balance surged 11% year over year, topping six grand for the first time, while home ownership is historically unaffordable. With mortgage rates crossing 8%. Again, you believe for a millisecond any of these stories would be ignored by ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN? Were Donald Trump still president? Do you think for one millisecond they would have let these pass? And this, again, I referred to Matt Taibbi, former uh, writer of Rolling Stone, and he, he talked about a new word that's circulating out there called malinformation. Basically, facts that are true but not reported on because it could undermine your particular bias or worldview. Malinformation. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of that. Sin of omission, that is for certain. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. Turn all of the lights on over. Back in 2013, I had an idea that homeowners like you who are looking for new siding, roofing, or windows might prefer one short meeting with an industry expert instead of three long-winded, high-pressure salespeople trying to push only one product, especially if they end up with three separate quotes either way. Hi, this is Ryan with My Three Quotes. Thanks to you, this is the 10th anniversary of My Three Quotes. I tried to think of a good anniversary special. But then I realized that the service is already free, there's never an obligation to buy, and it's already the easiest possible way to get multiple contractor bids emailed to you without all the hassle. Whether you've already had some bids or are just starting the process, multiple quotes from me are a must with the wide range of prices and quality for siding, roofing, and windows. So let's celebrate 10 years of homeowners doing things the smart and easy way with the best products and installers. Set up an appointment with me today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Politics and education. It's often easier to learn what people are against than what they're for. Education America believes there's a better conversation to be had, and it's a conversation about what we're for. Abraham Lincoln famously said, the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Let's awaken the world around us to the foundational truths that shaped our nation and see Lincoln's words come to life. Join Rebecca Hagstrom and Abigail Johnson on Education America, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Visit savetheclassroom.com for podcasts, past episodes, and other resources. Education America, save the classroom, save the country. Tune in Saturday evenings at 6 on AM 1280 The Patriot. Check out savetheclassroom.com. Education America, save the classroom, save the country. Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. 
Did you know that an auto accident as slow as two miles an hour is enough to shift your spine out of place and compress a nerve? Hey, it's Dr. Kim Tran with Minnesota Integrative Health and Chiropractic in Richfield, all 494 and 35W. Because I've also suffered from auto accident injuries, I'll be your biggest advocate to ensure that you get your optimal health and function back. Even if you've been in a minor crash, it's important to seek treatment within the first 24 hours. Most people are in a state of shock and don't feel anything right away because it can take up to two weeks for symptoms to appear. As a corrective chiropractor, we take x-rays to determine what injuries you have to prevent scar tissue from developing and causing further problems. If you've been in an auto accident, we're here to help at Minnesota Integrative Health and Chiropractic. Call us today at 612-545-5672 or go to drkimtran.com. That's drkimtran.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.